Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Before we get to anything, Benedict Arnold is here. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, really. You what say gives? to the guy that you pranked. Well, we didn't well, necessarily yeah, prank you. You're stuttering a little bit there. This is part of the. <laughs> see, this is what's so difficult about custody battles. I know. I know. <laughs> you're partly ours and you're partly theirs. So, what had happened, Mike? So, uh, we'll start back, and then I've got a really good analogy for, for the listeners of what I experienced this morning. Let's start with the fact that last night, or yesterday, a one o'clock hour rolls around, and I'm like, oh, great. This freaking Louis Capaldi song is playing again on this rejoin. Awesome. The same thought we all have when that song plays. Yes. And uh, we do the segment and we go to break. And as we come back, the same song plays again. And I'm like, okay, something's going on here. So I immediately walk out and I talk to Grant. I'm like, hey, I think there's something going on with the rejoins. It seems like there's only one playing. So maybe something. And apparently somebody was actually working on the rejoins at the time. So he was like, oh, if something just got messed up, it's no big deal. It'll be fixed. I said, okay, cool. So I come back in here. I see the next break is starting, and I see that, again, that song is ready to play. So at that point, I just leaned into it, and if you were listening to my weather report, I did end the weather report with, you're home for Louis Capaldi. It's my talk 1071. Now, did did Bradley and Dawn notice at this point, they too? They did, too. Did you yeah. discuss it? I, I, I discussed it with them. As soon as it played the second time, I was like, that's not right. That did you say it on the air? No, not the on the air. Okay. Not on okay. the air. Uh, and then, actually, I made that little comment. I don't think it was such again. But here's... <laughs> Here's my uh, analogy of what I experienced this morning. Just imagine for the listener, if you're just tuning in, the seven o'clock hour of the morning show was completely destroyed today um, from every step of the, the way. It wasn't Steve doesn't just know music. this, I don't think. Oh, Steve, you don't know oh, this? Oh, no, what happened? It was set up in such a way that literally it just ran. Well, wait, 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 wait. Who was pranking the morning show? Well, so again, it was our, and I guess, I guess the discussion about making Louis Capaldi, the, the bumper music, actually mm-hmm. happened in the morning show as well. Oh. So it sounds like to me, at least this is from my understanding, is they were discussing it, Holly maybe brought it up, then you guys discussed it, and then it was... And then she started to... implementing it really quickly exactly. and was like, okay, boom, I got every commercial break because now Louis Capaldi. Yes, so that is what was supposed to happen. So then, of course, some slow songs were in there. They renamed some songs, and, and we're going to have those play during it. Well, I guess it was set up incorrectly, and it just kind of ran the entire hour. All at once. And Holly... uh, Not just as, like, we're coming back from commercial music, like it was just there. You ready for the next step? Yes. Holly's uh, rights to do anything about it had been revoked. (gasps) Oh, So there was nothing that could have been done. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So it was a real uh, all-in prank that... uh, How did the morning show handle this? Not well. Not great. (laughs) So wait, when you say they were playing all at once, I don't know what that means. So you know all the songs were playing at one time? All the commercials and songs and everything were all running at once. The schedule was basically just blown up. 
Well, listen, Uh-oh. we had nothing to do with that. I blame Holly. We were just pranking Bradley and Dawn and you. So here's the uh, here's the analogy I came up with this morning. Just imagine you, for the listeners who might not get, because it's just a little deep in the weeds what just happened. Just imagine you walked out after work and someone mm-hmm. saran wrapped your car. And <laughs> you're like, man, this is a mild inconvenience, but I got to work through the process of getting it out. It's a common prank people do. And then somebody walks behind you and says, hey, I know who saran wrapped your car. And that person behind you might have also be the person who signs your checks. And they're like, you got to get them back. So they say, let's uh, change their washer fluid to be bright orange. So every time they use their washer fluid, it's bright orange. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know how to do that? Of course I know how to do that. Let's do that. And then they actually go in there and cut their brake lines. Let me because yeah, that's kind yeah. of what ended up happening. Is, <laughs> okay, well, just so disaster. you know. So wait, that means B is a part of this. Yes, right? Oh, great. That means... Part? She is the mastermind. Hold on, she's been waiting for Do an I have opportunity. A bus like sound this. effect here, so I can just <laughs> chuck my boss. No, no. Um, and then the fun part is, she also says, "Let's do a social media post," and we do. That immediately says Bradley, Don, and myself were the ones responsible for the disaster that was taking oh. place from the seven until eight o'clock. Hour. Even though she did it. Yes. No comment. <laughs> I think what we need to do now. <laughs> well, listen, we're getting lots of emails. From people. Um, first of all, and this all started because I was biatching about that song. And it's like, oh, my God, I, it's just such a downer. And then Holly said, well, the morning show complains about it, too. Yeah. And Bradley and Dawn. And I'm like, oh, I don't remember whose idea it was. It was just like, let's change all of their bumper music to that same song. So we thought Bradley and Dawn put all these songs in for our show this morning. All these awful songs. But they're like renamed and they're falsely identified. I wouldn't even know how to do all that. Right. Yeah, right. Nor do I think I have access to do all that. We know who is responsible for it. But I was saying to Steve, that's so dumb. Like, you're going to do back to us what we did to you? That's kind of lazy. Come up with something original. Well, let's not poke the bear and try to, okay, and then they're like, okay, we keyed your car. But you know what I mean? It's like, of course we're going to catch it because we're the originators. I do like the fake. It's one thing just to drag in one song, but the fake naming. That's true. So like in sync it says, but it's actually bread. That's a step up. That's a And new it level. worked and on it worked. Donna. <laughs> I said, oh my gosh. I said, here's how it went. Donna's headphones were on, by the way. And I said, is this bread? And she said, no, it's in sync. <laughs> and I was like, Donna, keep up here. The car's moving pretty fast. I was like, well, maybe they're doing a bread cover. I don't know. <laughs> but then I remembered how bad she is at cover story. <laughs> yeah. And so it all made Makes sense. sense. Okay, okay, fine. I think what we ought to do, I hope that our uh, PR team is working to reach out to Lewis Capaldi. Because now, no, I hope not. I feel like we need to let him know, and then maybe have him. He could do a live performance just for us. Because it's not that we don't think he's, no, you know, very we're not talented. Reaching out to him. It's that he his song does not fit the tone of what we're trying to do. Correct. It fits breakups, right? Funerals. <laughs> yes, tragedy. Yes. You know what I mean? What yes. happened today? Right. Yes. And it's like we're just trying to move people away from that yes anyway we do have a couple of emails beth says um listening to your conversation on bumper music and the power struggle with management 
and she's saying, you know, management doesn't have the most power. Your listeners do. You okay. just activated an army of your listeners to donate over $100,000 in a week. Surely you can request actions from us that involve your listeners and bumper music decisions. Yeah, and then it goes on. Yeah, There's some more stuff, the right? Um, then somebody else at, give me a moment, please. Uh, I stand behind you. The Louis Capaldi torture has been going on for many years. Lock it away. Throw away the key. That's from Ryan. Yeah, there have been various songs of his that generally aren't well received, again, for what we're trying to do. Right. It's not that he's not talented, once again. But anyway, uh, you get the gist. I'm just like to officially say sorry to Holly, because that was a... (laughs) Oh, because then she had to. She had to deal with. So let me understand quickly. uh, Not to beat a dead horse here, and what a phrase that is, huh? Yeah. But did did what the what Amy did? Did it go deeper and more complicated than she anticipated? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yes. That's great. But you know. She's been busy with a lot of things. She's had a lot of stuff that she's had to deal with. And, you know, program director jobs sometimes are fun and sometimes are probably stressful and time-consuming. And she was like, wait, an opportunity to just wreak a little havoc? Yes, let's do it. And then she probably got a little, you know, high on power. No comment. (laughs) Hey, here's your music news. Eminem is now selling mom spaghetti in jars. <clears throat> the, okay. it, he also has a permanent restaurant in Detroit. Um, Garth Brooks is now selling his new album at Bass Pro Shops. Only. only at uh, Bass Pro Shops. Fascinating. And Madonna is still the biggest selling female recording artist. The end. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say. Okay. All right. You know, it's funny. We can do segments in 30 seconds, or we can... <laughs> They could say, give us 11 minutes on those three stories. That's and, right. And we could give you 12. Correct. Tell stories in all sorts of ways. You know, it hurts me when we have to tell quick stories. I know. Because I'm like, wait, what about all the side roads? I know. I know, Steve. But, when we know. come back, have you ever fixed something at a friend's house, at a business, at just like, okay, is no one going to deal with this? And then you kind of take matters into your own hands. Lou did this yesterday, trying to fix a faucet at a local business without them knowing. Uh, I know another person who brings different light bulbs into each hotel room that she stays because the hotels just can't figure out the correct light bulbs yeah, to put in. we got an email like that, too. Oh, interesting. Okay, so uh, if, you, if you've ever done something like that where you're like, I'm going to take matters into my own hands, we want to hear from you. 651-641-1071. We'll uh, chat about that when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, Steve had a story about his wife Lou this morning about fixing a faucet at a business <laughs> without talking to the owners about it. Now, she thought she was doing ultimately an act of service for them. Um, she was leaving to go to a dance and she said, I need my vinegar. I said, Why are you taking vinegar to dance, though, honey? Is everything okay? And she said, these faucets that they have in the women's room have always bugged me because they're the kind of faucet that, you know, when you get the deposits and the fa- the water no longer runs out smoothly, 
it sprays. So there's like a spray, a mist, like made of the mist that you can hardly even see the mist. And then there's hard jets of water spraying in different directions. <laughs> it's like it gets on your clothes whether you want it to or not. And apparently it's been like that since we've started going there five or six years ago. And, you know, they have other things that they have to attend to. And so she thought, I'm going to do it. Then she takes it in. She tells a couple of the other moms, hey, I'm going to go fix the faucet in there. And <laughs> there was a mom who was like, did you bring vinegar? And she was like, I brought vinegar. She said, I've always thought about bringing vinegar. Did she bring she, like a toothbrush or something too? Yes, yeah, she brought she brought something. She And then she had a cup that she put the vinegar in and then held it up. She over made great faucet, progress yeah. okay. over the faucet. She thinks she needs to do a full baggie experiment she with said the rubber people, bands yeah yeah people were coming in though and saying am i allowed to use the faucets and she was like yeah you can use the left one the right one's being worked on right now and then eventually she switched over to the other side i think uh, from one to ten success i think she felt like she was at about a took it from a one to a six Good. yesterday but she says i need one more day there to finish the job that but it reminded hilarious. me of, of uh, a friend of mine who said that she takes light bulbs to hotels crazy and swaps out the light bulbs yeah we did get an email about that uh oh i bring lamps to airbnbs if the pictures only show overhead lights is what she said (laughs) i love it uh we don't have a lot of time but our phone banks are full so let's nice thank you right yeah we're doing the telethon all right who's on line one we got jamie hi jamie welcome to the don and steve experience tell us about a time that you kind of took matters into your own hands Well, I'm a substitute teacher, and I get called back to classrooms pretty frequently, um, the same classrooms over and over, and I started to notice that, like, sinks weren't getting detailed, and there was sticker residue and marker, so I started bringing a magic eraser, and and during my prep time, I cleaned the classroom for them, and they don't know, they don't know, they've never asked, they've never said anything, but I get a personal satisfaction out of doing it. I was going to say, it's it's more about that, right? You feeling like, okay, I, I solved that problem. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Some things you just can't, you know, you, you're like, I, I have to do something about this. Look at these. I have to. I have to. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for calling in. It's like these people are like Batman. They're like, wait a minute. If no one else is going to clean up these streets, I'll take matters into my own hands. Who's next? We got BJ. BJ, welcome to the Don and Steve experience. Tell us about a time that you took matters into your own hands. Good morning, my favorite Radio host. Oh, Aww. love you, BJ. Thanks. She was talking to me. So just shut up. Don't tell the other guns that. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay, so my best friend and I always ate at this Mexican restaurant and they redecorated the restaurant. And so I decided to help with the redecoration because... On the fireplace, they had put lovely little photos, but sort of nondescript photos. So I went and had black and white photos made of my friend and I. (laughs) (laughs) So now you're up on display there. Well, I don't know if I'm still there. This was out east. But it was great because we had to get like a bag the size of carries. 
and took pictures with us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like we had to rendezvous early, but this restaurant, like they made the guacamole right at your table. They had the best margaritas, and we were like, "Oh, this is the kind of place you just want to call your second home." So we just <laughs> added our pictures. Oh my God, are you there from you like go. Boston? Where are you from? Uh, yes, I'm from the Boston area. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, oh my gosh! What? All right, I know we got to go, but what brings you to Minnesota, really quick? Oh, my husband got transferred here, so I we went. Got right. it. Well, we're oh. happy to have you. BJ, thank you for listening. Thanks for the kind words. We appreciate it. Uh, we're talking about times you've just kind of taken matters into your own hands. Who do we have? Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, welcome hey. to the show. Good morning. Good morning. All right, tell us about a time you took matters into your own hands. So I have three generations of plumbers ahead of me, so my whole life I have been fixing bathroom and bar toilets when you go somewhere and they're leaking, the toilet's leaking, the faucet's leaking. I've gone back in the back rooms and shut water off. And so, yeah. Oh, my God, uh, I love I can't, it. I can't stop it. Hey, and Jeremy, a what's, a, uh, what's a guy got to do to give you his address? Got a little situation here on the main floor well, toilet. Yeah, just uh, shoot me a pin. Okay, this is great. And I got a tip for Lou. She's okay. trying that. The screen, the screen is probably plugged with sediment. Mm-hmm. You've got to pull the little nozzle off. That bring bring an adjustable uh, uh, an adjustable pliers with. If you can't get it off your hand, put the adjustable pliers on there because there's probably sediment in the screen plugging in. Oh, oh, so pull it off and then clean it. Pull it off. Yep, and you'll see all the sediment from the water in the screen. Okay. Take the screen off and then put it back up there, but. It sounds like it's probably corroded pretty well, so bring a, an adjustable pliers with. Oh, okay, great. Got it. Oh, God, okay. here she's going to be like freaking Mario and Luigi next time she goes to dance. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate it. Do we have time to take this call? We've got maybe 45, oh, 60 yeah. seconds. No, hey. no, okay, we don't have time. Oh, okay. Sorry, Gail. We know you were waiting. We'll find out from Mike what your uh, situation was. But in yeah. the meantime... We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge when we come back. And I'm jazzed out of my socks about it today, Donna. It's the spirit of competition that we live for. And so we'll do it. You and I will play against one another today. What's our score for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, Mike? It uh, currently sits at 100 in loading, loading, 114 to 111. All right, not bad, not bad. Three-point lead for Steve right now. We We got close matches all around in our games, except for cover story. (laughs) <laughs> we're we're pretty close with one another, so yeah. we'll play that. Um, we will clear the phone line so that we can get a new caller for our game. The number that you can call is 651-641-1071. Uh, and don't forget, coming up in Hour 3, DJ Rock Lobster is back, fresh off of getting denied, rejected by the court system two separate <laughs> times, not accepted as a juror. Mm. So we'll hear about his walk of shame as he had to go home last night and say he didn't make the cut. Uh, and then we'll do a little throwback Thursday. That's at 1130. But College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next. Love you long time. Stay there. There's going to be people picketing outside. Hubbard what we do need is people email us. And we'll just forward it all to No. Yes. I mean, now we just have to figure out if we're supposed to give out her email address. Because mm. that's who we need people to email. The big mm. dog. So that she hears it. And then maybe we can create a shift where it's not just... Louis Capaldi is the... He's the face of this campaign. But it's ultimately about swapping out any melodramatic music for upbeat stuff. Yeah.
It must be a big hit. She only puts big hits in. Whose side are you on? You always do I'm this. I'm just saying. You get so nervous that we're going to get reprimanded. What? You're the you one do. who told me not to like poke the bear when I was like, that's lazy. Listen, I'm just saying that's probably why it's in there. She's looking at the charts to see what the hottest songs are. I don't think she's looking at the tempo. How many beats per minute? <laughs> you know? But Donna, I thought you were on the side of the I people am. when they said we want upbeat songs like you had during I agree. Project Down and Dirty. I agree. I'm not saying she it should stay in. I'm just telling you that's probably what her thinking was. I'm not excusing it. I'm just explaining it. Thank you. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. As I examine the Hot 100 charts, uh... I'm not seeing that. Really? Get some, <laughs> as much as I don't like Drake, let's get some Drake in here or something else. Because that's just, uh, yeah. All right. Let's play a game. All right. Uh, you guys ready? Uh, right. It is uh, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 114-111 is our score right now. Steve with the three-point lead. And we are going back to our national days of the year because today is a very special one. Very close to my heart. We celebrate my cat's birthday today because Aww. it is National Pumpkin Day. Uh, and is All right. his, him? Her. Her name, name is Pumpkin or Punkin? It's actually Punkkin. Punkkin. Because punk-kin. she's a punk. But punk-kin. yes, we still okay. celebrate on National Pumpkin Day. Plus tomorrow yeah. is National Black Cat Day and she's a black cat. Love so, it. Uh, that's what we're doing today. It's all about pumpkins today in pop culture. And uh, we have got uh, a caller, Denise, playing along with us. Mm. Hey, Denise. Hey, Denise. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing really good, Denise. A little nervous about the subject matter here. Mm. Yeah, national days are a little tough. Yeah, I know. It yeah, they can be tricky. Pumpkins. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Denise, where are you headed? Um, I have a little break before my next work appointment, so I just kind of pulled over and I'm ready to play. I usually get an appointment at ten thirty. Uh, but they're going to be late, so I get to call in today for the first time. Awesome. Oh, that's exciting. What's What line of work are you in? What industry? I sell HVAC. Oh, nice. Ooh, cool. I have a whole home fragrance system that goes through my HVAC. We should talk about it sometime. Is it called uh, Your Wife's Perfume? or what? <laughs> No, no. It's from a company in Las Vegas called Aroma Retail, and they sent retail shops, but you can get one for your home. So I drilled into my HVAC. And there's a plastic tube that emits oil. Oh. Sounds dangerous. We'll definitely have to talk about that offline. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Even Denise knows it's boring. I mean, it's her line. And she's like, okay, let's not do this. Um, Okay, uh, Denise, do you want to team up with Donna Valentine or Stevie Boy? I'm going to pick Steve today only because I love your Santa Claus robot impression. Uh, (laughs) What a... I'm going to pick it today. Can we hear what it? What a deep cut that is. That's how we used to make fun of Ryan Perpich, our former producer, because we realized he sounded like the Santa Claus from the Santa Claus 2 
Oh, Merry Christmas. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> and we were like, Ryan, that's you, I think. <laughs> oh, wow, what a deep cut. All right, Donna, uh, I'm just going to take my headphones off. Okay, yep. bye. And Anissa is going to go on hold as well, and we are going to celebrate National Pumpkin Day with right. uh, College of Pop Culture Knowledge Quiz. Are the two of you ready? Or I should say, are yes. you ready? Just I am ready. All just right. me is Good. ready. Just you is ready, and that is what we need. Let's get it started with this one here. Thanks to a magic spell, this princess used an otherwise useless pumpkin as a mode of transportation. Cinderella. In It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, this is the character that is obsessed with seeing the Santa-like entity, the Great Pumpkin. Oh, gosh. Linus? Help me on that, Denise. This legendary character introduced in an 1820 book is often depicted carrying a jack-o'-lantern. Say it again. This legendary character uh, introduced in an 1820 book is often depicted carrying a jack-o'-lantern. Uh, Headless Horseman? Go back to the second one. Uh, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. This is the character that is obsessed with seeing Santa-like entity, the great pumpkin. I don't think it's Charlie. All right. We've got Denise on the wow. line. You heard his responses. He felt, uh, how do you, how do you feel like he did? Uh, I definitely agree with one and two. Okay. Um, I am going to say that he is probably right on the second one. Because I feel like Linus was always the one that missed all the parties because he was obsessed with sitting in that pumpkin patch. Okay. So you're going to stick... say I agree with all three. You're going to stay with Linus and you're going to stick with uh, Headless Horseman. All right. Sounds great. We are mm. going to put you back on hold. I have we'll no bring clue. Donna back in here. Hey, Donna, come on back in. Yeah. Come on in, Donna. Yes. Yep. Come on in. Oh, what? Boy. Hi, Donna. Hold on. Here she is. Seriously? Oh, no. I don't think that went that fast. We even talked I, for a little bit. I with elapsed Denise. all yeah. of the time, and then we went through a lifeline. Donna, I say this with love. You're a little off today. Something's Before not you told me you loved how I was today, you're like you're in a mood. I love it. No, I didn't that... mean I love it. I meant you're in a mood. Like I can tell you're like there's something. I feel like you know, like when the uh, when the when the USB isn't fully in. The HDMI is not fully connected. Things are going in and out. Donna, don't listen to him. He's doing this right before you play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. <laughs> know, He's getting in your head. Out. He is getting in your head. You just zone everything else out. It's okay. just white noise. Let's play. All right? Yes, sir. All right. Let's get it started with this one again. National Pumpkin Day today. Uh, thanks to a magic spell, this princess uses an otherwise useless pumpkin as a mode of transportation. Cinder- Cinderella. In It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, this is the character that is obsessed with seeing the Santa-like entity, the Great Pumpkin. Charlie Brown? This legendary character introduced in an 1820 book is often depicted carrying a jack-o'-lantern. The Headless Horseman. I want to say the second one is not Charlie Brown. You've got ten seconds. Hmm... Let's say five seconds. Lucy. You're gonna go with Lucy, okay? Lucy. All right, let's run. There will be no tie that we know. Well, unless Pepperoni oh. Patty is. I guess one. so. Yeah, you're <laughs> or, right. There are other characters. I mean, hello. There are a lot of it. Linus. Yeah. Let's Schroeder. Run through, let's run through these answers Pigpen. here. Don't flex Snoopy, all your knowledge. Snoopy. What's the bird's name? Um, that is. Um, don't tell me Woodstock. There. Nicely done. Thank you. Uh, thanks to a magic spell, this princess uses an otherwise useless pumpkin as a mode of transportation. That, of course, is Cinderella. Yay. At midnight, Yay. it becomes just a useless fruit. And I will remind you, pumpkin is a fruit. Is a fruit? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
We did a whole segment last week on it being a vegetable. It's okay. Most we did. people think it's a vegetable. That's no big deal. Whatever, close it's a enough. Fruit. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. Tomatoes a fruit too. It's got seeds in it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right, let's go to the next one. This legendary character introduced in an 1820 book is often depicted carrying a jack-o'-lantern. He carries that jack-o'-lantern and then he often sets it on his head because he doesn't have one. You both got the headless horseman. Yeah. Nicely done. Ooh, I don't know how that that's just Me like either. deep in yeah. the pop culture zeitgeist of years gone by, I guess. The legend of Sleepy Hollow, of course, the uh. the book and the headless horseman part of that. All right, let's go to the second one. And it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. This is a character obsessed with seeing the Santa-like entity, the great pumpkin. Steve originally said Linus and then said, help me out, Denise, because I'm not sure. They went back and forth, and she came in and said, yeah, Linus is the one that missed out on all the parties, missed out on the trick-or-treating because he was sitting in that pumpkin patch. Donna says, Lucy, the correct answer is what Denise said. It is Linus for the W. All right. Eat it, Donna. Okay. Yes. Denise, tell Donna to eat it. Donna, don't eat it. Come to Anoka this weekend and visit all the house decorating. Uh, our contest was is this weekend, so come and visit us in Anoka. I and love check it. Check out all the cool house decorating. Maybe I will. Anoka, Halloween uh, capital of the world. It's a parade too, right? Yeah. Yeah, the parade. The parade uh, is. Yeah, don't go to the parade. Avoid Ooh. that nightmare. But um, oh. no, the house. <laughs> House decorating contest uh, is free to the public. There's 12 houses, so it's basically getting like haunted houses for free. Cool. Oh, that's fun. Love it. Thank you, D Nice. You're welcome, Steve. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Stay on the line. Congratulations. Hey, Donna. <laughs> You want to help me make a decision now that she's talking about Halloween? By the way, if you haven't been to Anoka, I I think that the parade is pretty great. Um, I'm sure it's a pain in the neck to some extent for locals there with roads getting shut down and stuff like that. But it's also small town America, right? What's what's more Americana than a parade going down your main street? Mm. But that's a fun one. Okay. Been a part of it. I think yeah. that's it's I've fun. I've been in it's, it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It is, and there's just a lot of things to see, and people are dressed up. It's fun. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. All right. You know the drill. Use your name as your buzzer when you think you know the answer. Here we go. Tiebreaker on National Pumpkin Day. Pumpkin King is the title of Jack Skellington. Donna. A Nightmare Before Christmas. She's got it. A yes! Nightmare Before Christmas. Correct answer. Jack yeah! Skellington's character is Pumpkin King. He's the protagonist of this 1993 film created by Tim Burton. Nice, nice job, Donna. Thank you. Hey I'm guys, still help, lost. All right, go ahead. Help what do you me need make help a with? decision here on the in the topic of Halloween. I'm down to two costumes, and I got about an hour to make a decision here um, for a costume party that we're going to. Macho Man Randy Savage. Love it's it. a more expensive yeah. one. I can do it. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can do a pretty good one. Cup so I can do the impression. <laughs> or it's a little more piecemeal. Maybe I could wait a year. And do it next year because uh, the actual costume isn't available. You have to piecemeal it together a little bit. Um, or I could do a, I found a really good Grinch costume, fully covered, Santa jacket, full Grinch face, Grinch hands, Grinch feet, the whole thing. And I think that could be more comfortable to walk around in on Halloween because it's going to be pretty cold yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. Go with the Grinch. I'm all about Putting my Christmas decorations up on Sunday, so. You say Grinch, Mike? 
Yeah, you can snap into a Slim Jim anytime and be Macho Man Randy Savage. That's going to play really well. So yeah. uh, do Grinch this year. Stay warm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, stay warm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We care about Are you going to have like curly but toes? I started thinking about it. Yeah. For a moment, I even told Lou, you could go as Elizabeth. And she was like, who's Elizabeth? <laughs> it would be incredible. By the way, she had a totally bailed last night. Last last year, she won the, the, the costume contest. Couldn't figure anything out. We even flirted with the idea of Travis and Taylor, and it just felt a little too on the nose. So then she finds the dressing as the leg lamp from oh yeah a Christmas story. Sure. At one point, I walk out, get off of a call. Lou has a lampshade on her head, testing to see if this would, in fact, work. Then she bails on it. An hour later, she is about to go to bed, and she said, by the way, I think I landed on Peg Bundy. I was like, what <laughs> are you talking about? I don't even know if she's ever watched Married with Children. But anyway, so maybe we'll be Peg Bundy and the Grinch, the weirdest Cute. couple's costume ever. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. All righty. When we come back. Oh, if you could believe it, we have a follow-up to the follow-up of the Rock's Wax Figure controversy story. Okay, follow-up to the follow-up. Okay. Okay, we got that on the way. And have you ever wanted to hear Chris Pine's singing voice? No. Correct answer is... Yes. Yes! Oh, my gosh. Well, have I got great news for you. We're going to sample it when we come right back on my talk. Hey, guys, welcome back. On the Hill. There you go, Steve. On the Hill. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve. On my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. We got the big Zamboni with us as well. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Uh, oh, should I make this official? Let's do it. Welcome to the rock. I want to talk. This is Rock Talk. Just get me the rock. I want to talk. Where Donna and Steve talk about the rock. I want to talk. Woohoo, rock show. I want to talk. The rock show. Remember, there was, uh, in Paris, there was a wax figure in a museum of the rock. Mm. People were saying he looks too white. You know, he's half Samoan, he's half black. Why does he look like, you know, Mr. Clean? The person who originally posted this video to even jokingly said now, and he's a black guy, he said, now I feel how you guys felt when you lost the Little Mermaid. Which made the rock laugh. I don't get it. Okay. The Little Mermaid, um, the live action became a black actress, but in the animated movie, she was a white actress. Oh, oh. (laughs) So that made the rock belly laugh. I forgot about the new one. I was just thinking of the the just, animated movie. Just yesterday when we mentioned I know, that, I you fake laughed. La- I fake laughed. It was a fake laugh. Yeah, okay. I, t- I think right. I even copped to that. Anyway, I didn't get it, and I wanted to fit in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it looks better. It looks better now. They fixed it. Okay, so The Rock said, reached out to the museum. The museum said, hey, we're on it, and now the museum has already fixed it. Have you seen the picture? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it's... A, it's better. Yeah. I feel like we need to see it in the same place, in the same light. Right. You know? But yeah, they, there's a picture of his wax figure now with 
paper towels tucked into his collar, which means they were applying all of their sort of low-level paint or makeup, whatever they use on these things. Right. Well, the museum's head of public relations said that we found his reaction rather friendly when addressing the fact that his figure was indeed whiter than it should have been. Unfortunately, we didn't get to meet with him, so we used several photos. But as it turns out, pictures can be tricky because of the nuances of skin tones, you know, with lighting and all that stuff, which makes sense. And the idea of whitewashing, she says, oh, my gosh, has nothing to do with it. We just made an honest mistake based on the photos that we looked at after we saw all these reactions on different platforms. We changed it immediately. So there you go. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Donna. There's a new Disney movie coming out called Wish. Are you familiar? This is coming out, I think, in November. I feel like I've heard about this. It was one of the trailers during uh, the Taylor Swift concert movie. It looks fantastic. Does it oh, really? really? It looks okay. so fun. And uh, yeah, very musical, but it looks really, really good. Well, I'm a big uh, fan of Chris Pine. And he is playing a villain... I don't know what the villain's name is offhand, but he's doing a song called This is the Thanks I Get. King Magnifico. There you go. <laughs> Love it. Very handsome. Here's uh, how the song sounds. You can start it anywhere. I don't care. And all I really want is just a little respect. And this is the thanks I get. I wonder what the song is titled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the only part they have in that clip. Oh, got it. I, I like it. Yeah, he sounds good. He, sounds yeah, he does great. sound good. Sounds very Broadway-ish. You know, not saying he's that caliber of singer, but it sounds like, you know, Broadway type of song. Disney. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm excited for mm. it. I like a really well-written, well-done... Uh, whoops, sorry. I just pulled the clip up on my computer. Um, oh, yeah, and he looks... A little, little Chris Pine-ish, too. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. This looks... I just like the look of a movie. This is also a Disney movie, so it doesn't look quite as Pixar's. Like, Pixar kind of has a, a, a defined style. Like a bubbly kind of... Yeah, this one feels a little more reminiscent of when they used to do cartoons by hand, which, by the way, talk about a thing in our life that, as a society, we've never stopped to talk enough about which is the fact that they used to make freaking cartoon movies one page at a time. And then they would just draw it. And in order for someone to lift their hand and wave hello, took multiple drawings. And then you have to color in each right, drawing. Right. The patience. Don't even get me started. I know. The on stop school. motion. I can't imagine. You have to really love what you do. Oh, my. Hmm. This is the thanks I get. It's like earwormish, you know. Oh yeah. Well, that's how the 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 Disney brass. I'm sure they all have. They pay big money to find out what's going to be an earworm. Because when it's an earworm, like we had with they don't talk about Bruno in Encanto, which was like the biggest smash single that's ever come out of a, a Disney movie. Then you had Let It Go. Um, that this is the thanks I get. Sort of feels like it's rooted in the same tone of speaking of the Rock. 
in uh, the movie Moana. He plays Maui and has a song called Thank You, where he's essentially thanking everybody (laughs) for all of the many great things that he's done when nobody remembers to thank him. Hmm. Love it. You should watch Moana today, Donna. I should watch something, right? An animated movie. Stir the whimsy. I don't know that I have the patience to like sit through it. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'd be looking at my phone. I'd be on my computer doing doing prep for the show tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, that's why I'll be at the uh, library tonight (laughs) again as I do every night. I'll probably come into the office to tackle a few things. I haven't been sleeping at the office as much as as normal, which is good. We're just doing this because freaking Bradley and Don come on after us and they get here like the night before for their show. I know. What is up with that? Mike, what's up with that? I Are they know. slow yes, leaders? You, you what's work going with them. I what's do. What's the deal? I don't, but I'm doing this beforehand. I don't know what their no. prep process is. I just, I feel like There's maybe, you know, some people just want to get out of the house where distractions are. Yeah, sure. I'm the opposite. I want to get out of the office because there's too many distractions. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to work in the at the office i want to work at my kitchen counter yes i like i would prep so much worse with you in the room it would be a much less efficient process it'd be harder to read through things could you be squawking you'd be slapping the side of your computer because it wouldn't be working then you'd get a call god knows that upsets you for 30 seconds why is someone calling me it's morning are you talking to me about you (laughs) hmm you know, but I kind can of hear you, you, I guess. Okay. Yeah, if you think about it. All right. Well, I, the feeling is mutual. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Steve. Anyway, the trader's going to have a, uh, a dirt alert coming up hey, here hey, in a couple hey, of minutes. Hey, 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 Donna. <laughs> Donna, we established Mike know, was I not forgot. the trader. Not you. He not was you. a victim. Sorry. You attacked me first. And then Amy Daniels <laughs> fleshed out you a... You do first blood. Uh, Amy Daniels worked out her own return prank. And frankly, you know, that was that's rooted in you know stress, power. the daily power. stress, stress and power. Yes, yeah. of just having to yeah. be the boss all the time. Hmm. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we do have a brand new dirt alert coming your way. Ooh. Oh, and then movie and TV homes you can rent on Airbnb. It's a fun list. That's next.